Don't miss the morning blaze with Doc and Skip. I will not be satisfied in this case until Lois Lerner and others go to prison. Lois Lerner was allowed to stay on the payroll for a couple of extra months so she would get an even bigger retirement. And now she's sitting her fat ass at her home in Richmond, sucking off of her retirement that she got from public tax dollars. The Morning Blaze with Doc and Skip. Weekday mornings, 6 to 9 Eastern, on the Blaze Radio Network. And go for Mike Slater in 3, 2, 1. You're listening to Mike Slater, part of the next generation of talk radio, only on the Blaze Radio Network. He was sitting on the couch watching television, and they break into normal broadcasting because there's a full-blown riot in downtown, well, not downtown, but midtown St. Louis in the neighborhood I grew up in, the Walnut Park, Wells Goodfellow, that area, North City. And the police executed a search warrant. Um, Suspects are in the house. They're running from the police, shooting at the police, and the police shot one of the suspects, and he was killed. And from what we understand, he had a gun, and it was a stolen weapon. Jamila died the day before. I didn't hear anything on it on the news, and I'm an avid news watcher. Nothing was about, nothing was reported. It was just a blip. This guy dies, this Bay guy dies, and all of a sudden, there's a full-blown riot in the neighborhood I grew up in. And there's nothing for her and we're hollering, Black Lives Matter. He had his chance to matter. He chose his path. He chose his destiny. Jamila never got her destiny. She never got her promises. Her, her life mattered. Her dreams mattered. Her vision mattered. She could have been the next Secretary of State. She could have been the next Attorney General. She never got a chance. This is Mike Slater. Uh, Jamila Bolden's grandmother was in her home. It was 9.30 at night. And all she heard were bullets flying through windows and in walls. It was a drive-by. She was hit in the leg, but all grandma could think about was to run into her daughter's room and see if her granddaughter, Jamila, was okay. Okay, uh, She was shot. She was shot still breathing, so grandma called 911. And in the meantime, waiting for them to get there, she just held her granddaughter tight. Told her everything was going to be all right. Two officers got there before the ambulance and they tried desperately to keep Jamila alive, but she died. That woman you just heard in that video, no relation to the family. She just, she made a video about how outrageous it is that the Black Lives Matter protesters don't seem to care. They don't care about that murder. They don't care about her black life. This nine-year-old killed in a drive-by shooting. By the way, please think that, that as if this makes a difference. They think the shooter had the wrong house. Killing a nine-year-old in the process. They're tough men, right? By the way, the house next to this one has a sign in the front window, and the sign says, we must stop killing each other. And I like that that gives me hope people are starting to wake up. It doesn't say stop police brutality, which is also something that should be stopped, but it says we must stop killing each other first and foremost. Now, there was a gathering for Jamila. About 200 people showed up, much less than 
you know, what, what the other protesters have been showing up for. This was in Ferguson, by the way. Sorry, I didn't mention that this was in Ferguson. And one activist at that vigil said, if we seriously mean Black Lives Matter, then we all have to be serious about how Black Lives Matter. Ben Carson, you, you get all that. I don't need to hit that home anymore. Ben Carson wrote a fantastic column in USA Today. And he said the same thing that we've all been saying for a while here. That the Black Lives Matter protesters, they're going after Bernie Sanders and they're going after Hillary Clinton. They're talking to the wrong people. What are you doing at a Bernie Sanders rally? Like, <laughs> like give me a break. I think a week or two ago, I said they should be talking to conservatives. Black Lives Matter protesters should be talking to conservatives because we're way more sympathetic to their cause than progressives. And progressives have been taking certain groups of people for granted for decades. You think all of a sudden they're going to care? They don't have to care to get your vote. Unless they don't think so. But it's more than just getting votes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get sidetracked by getting votes. It's not about that. It's about truly saving lives. Ben Carson grew up in the worst poverty, in the worst city for poverty in the country, Detroit. His two cousins were killed right where he played tag in baseball growing up. And he says his mom kept him out of trouble with the very powerful weapon of a library card. She she wasn't going to rallies of socialist senators from tiny rural states, right? She wasn't, she, she wasn't worried about what Bernie Sanders is going to do. She, she was worried about the gangbangers down the block and the drug dealers across the street killing her boys. So Ben Carson knows. Ben Carson, forget about Trump for a second, and I do want to say one more thing about Trump coming up. Ben Carson has such potential. Forget about the presidential race. Ben Carson is as su- I've never given money to a political uh, political camp. I don't think I ever will. But and I don't want to say this without like sounding like an endorsement. I, I I think Ben Carson. I would donate money to Ben Carson just so that he has a platform to spread a message that he is. I don't want to say uniquely qualified, but almost uniquely qualified to spread around the country. It's, it's, it's so important that Ben Carson's in this race because he has a platform now to step up and say, listen, black lives matter protesters. I'm with you. Okay. I grew I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're living through. My mom, I think she had a fourth grade education. Okay. Left by her husband, who was a bigamist. He had a whole nother family. That we didn't know about. Single mom, abject poverty, mom couldn't read, but she still made us do book reports that she would mark up with a red pen, just making random red marks to make it seem like she knew what what she was doing, to make it seem like she was correcting our papers. So I get it. I get it. All right. So Black Lives Matter protesters, let's get fired up. Let's get organized and let's head down to the local board of education. That's what Ben Carson is saying. Let's go. Let's come on. Let's keep these rallies going. Let's go down to the local board of education. Don't go to the Bernie Sanders rally. Go to the board of education because those bureaucracies have destroyed not just one or two lives, but entire generations of black lives. Let me just say that's Ben Carson speaking. That's not me. I happen to agree, but that's Ben Carson speaking. 
And if anyone wants to refute that, <laughs> that, that bureaucracy, the Department of Education has destroyed generations of black lives, I will gladly have that conversation if you want. Here in San Diego, uh, we have Lincoln High. There's about four, uh, I think four inner city schools. Um, Lincoln High is, they just spent, I think, $285 million to renovate it. 19% of the kids are proficient at math. 19%. Well, you think they're going to graduate and, uh, and live successful lives? San Diego Unified, a majority of kids at San Diego Unified can't read at grade level. What, what? Carson says their failures, the Department of Education, their failures don't kill as quickly. But they do kill as surely as a bullet. That is a bold sentence there, sir. So Carson says, all right, let's get fired up. Let's head down to the local board of education. And then when we're done with them, let's head down the street. Let's confront the entertainment industry. Straight out of Compton's the big movie right now. And uh, Dr. Dre is having a, a bunch of allegations thrown out there that he's, he's beat women. Okay, so their lives matter too, right? Talk about object- objectifying women. Do black women lives matter? I hear all this stuff like black, black tra- trans black people's lives matter. That's like a thing, right? Okay, they do. Uh, but so do black women's lives. And look at how women are treated and stuff, you know? Okay, so let's go down. Let's protest them. Let's protest them. Okay, and then we're done with that, right? We're going to head down to our local crack house, Ben Carson says. We're going to head, we're going to gather up Black Lives Matter. Let's do this. We're going to go to the local crack house. We're going to tear it down because they profit from selling poison to our children. And if we don't tear it down, then other children look at that and that becomes their ambition for them to sell poison to other children. He said, these monuments to our destruction deserve our active scorn, not our silent acceptance. Okay, you good? You good Black Lives Matter? Now we're making some difference here, right? We're going to the Board of Education. We're going to the entertainment industry. We're going to our local crack house. Then we're going to go to the Democratic uh, Party. That's what he says. He said, let's tell them we don't want to be clothed, fed, and housed. We want honor and dignity. We want the skills needed to compete, not a consolation prize of Section 8 food stamps and a lifetime of government paperwork. And then once we're done with that, we're going to head to the Republican Party. And we're going to say, you've been ignoring us for far too long. Excellent stuff from the good doctor. True solutions. And you know what? I I really... mm, I really think people want to hear this. I really think people are ready for this. I think, I think people in the inner cities are sick of it. Sick of it. You know, Trump yesterday, here I am doing a segment about Carson, and I mentioned Trump. You can't, you can't, you can't run away from him. Uh, a CNN reporter asked him, uh, Trump, what do you think about all the protesters at your rally? And he said something like, you from CNN? Yeah, you're terrible. There's thousands of people here at my rally, and there's a couple protesters outside. And you want to ask me about the protesters? Stop trying to make that the, the thing. <laughs> Let's focus on the thousands of people who are here. Not the, the tens of people who are protesting. I think it's the same thing with our inner cities. We focus on the tens of people who are either protesting or whatever. I, I want to focus on the thousands of people who are sick of it. Because I think there's way more. 
And once those people wake up and Ben Carson has a great opportunity to wake them up, then the pathetic race baiting Black Lives Matter protesters will be drowned out by the actions of people who demand better. I really see the opportunity for the Black Lives Matter movement to be taken over and turned into something productive. Because there's a lot of people on the ground who are doing good work in our inner cities. So I think this movement can be taken over and turned into something good, partly because of good men like Ben Carson and other community leaders. Big opportunity here. Slater Radio on Twitter, one 888 Mike Slater, show the Blaze Radio Network. Spread the word. You're listening to Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. Mm-hmm.